Hey, it's freezing. Oh, what do you need? Hot tea, coffee, lip gloss. Sometimes I feel like I just wanna go back to my. Let's get a little bit in my past, okay? Let's just talk about that for a second because it's really relevant to the story, actually. Um. I'm going to tell you guys about how my relationship with food used to be like, how I had EDs, because I had two, um, and I'm going to tell you all about my body and how not only I fixed the relationship with my body, but also I fixed the relationship that I have with food. And I feel like I'm going to talk about this because I feel like a lot of us struggle with body image. And it's fucking obvious, you know? Um, there are beautiful girls everywhere. There are fucking muscular guys everywhere. It's really easy to compare yourself to others, but I talked about this on day one, so make sure you listen about that. Um, how to improve your mental health, whatever. But if you already did that, if you already improved it, if you already listened to my episode, whatever, I'm just gonna tell you right off the bat, it's really, really hard to have a good body image in our society. And now that I have a, an amazing body image, um, I, view, I view myself as special because I am. Not a lot of people like their bodies. And I'm going to tell you all about that, you know? A lot of us are really, really hard on ourselves or we are too tolerant, okay? So let me just get started. Since I was a kid, I was literally focused on my weight, I remember a vivid memory that I have. I was five and I was writing in my journal, Dear Diary, I am fat. Um, every girl at kindergarten is so skinny compared to me. And I don't know where that crap came from because, you know, my parents, they never talked about weight loss like that. They never called me uh, names. They never insulted me based on my body. So I don't know where that came from, but I was always fucked up mentally since I was fucking born. I don't know. <laughs> I think my mom fell down the stairs when she was pregnant with me or something because I have, <laughs> I just have a really weird mind. But anyways, so since I was really small, I dealt with a horrible body image. I always hated my body. I never liked my body when I was small. So anyways, I tried every single fucking sport on this planet and I realized that they are not for me. Gym is for me, but fucking football and ba basketball and shit, they are not for me, okay? But anyways, uh, one sport that I adored and that I actually did for eight years was dancing. I did that professionally because I went to competitions, I won a lot of prizes well, not only me, me and the girls that I was in the team with, you know, dance moms, it was something like that, okay, um, the ladies that were training us, they were pretty shit, like, the memories I have are just PTSD, like, uh, when we were warming up before we started dancing or learning, like, a new choreography, I'm sorry, I cannot say this word, we were doing splits, and I remember that you needed to touch the floor entirely if you didn't do that the um, ladies that were teaching us how to dance they would come up to you and they would hardly press on your legs and it would hurt and I would have bruises like it was horrible you know but I liked dancing itself it felt really freeing so I went to a lot of competitions I had a lot of shows you know and I gave up um eight years later because I was overwhelmed with school and also it was a whole like situation with um the dancing team that I was on 
uh, bullying, <laughs> like uh, it was messy. But anyway, so I gave up and I didn't change my eating patterns. Um, so I gained weight, of course, because I stopped being active, especially when I was in competitions, like when I was prepping for that or prepping for a show or a, a flash mob. I did training daily for two weeks, multiple hours a day. So I took it really seriously, really, really seriously. I was burned out from dancing. And then when I started to be burned out, burned out by dancing and by school, I looked at my priorities and I was like, I would never want to be a dancer. I wouldn't like that to be my job. I always wanted to be a surgeon. So I was like, okay, I'm going to prioritize school. I'm going to give up on dancing entirely. And I gained weight because of that. And since then, I started to diet. I, that happened when I was 11, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know math. But anyway, so since then, I started to diet. Um, I would do the, these like crazy ass diets. Um, and I don't consider that I had an eating disorder because I would attempt a diet for like two days and then I would be like, fuck it. And <laughs> I would start another one like two months after. So and it would last two days. So it wasn't an eating disorder. It was just my relationship with myself that was shit. But anyways, my lowest point was when I actually had a restrictive ED. This happened in eighth grade when I was 13, 14. Um, and I lost so much weight. I was underweight severely for my height and I looked horrible just I looked so fucking unhealthy and with the restrictive ED I also I was eating one yogurt a day I wasn't even eating solid food uh, my stomach was hurting my blood work was shit like the doctors would tell my the nurses the doctors would tell my mom like the fuck is going on with her because she has like horrible deficiencies and I was fucking dying, you know, I was not doing well, my hair fell out, like, a lot of my hair fell out, it wasn't noticeable, um, but it fell, like, it did, <laughs> a lot, um, my nails were getting weaker, also, I was shaking constantly, I didn't have force to just pick up a book, sometimes I wouldn't even have the force to write, and I would have to lay down and just chill a little bit, um, I had so many problems during that and after that I was like okay I'm gonna fix my relationship with food and I said that and I started another ED which is binge eating disorder so I started to indulge in a lot of foods and eat like a fucking pig like I started to eat so much processed shit and just horrible foods and I used to go to Starbucks really often and get really sugary drinks of course venti I couldn't have like a fucking uh, grande. I had to have a fucking venti, which is the biggest fucking size. Anyways, um, so I was indulging in a lot of horrible foods. So I gained a lot of my weight back um, and more. And then I started yo-yo dieting. Yo-yo dieting is when you fluctuate between starvation and fucking over indulging in foods. It's really bad for your body. And let me tell you that these things that I did to myself when I was younger, they had horrible consequences when I became older. I almost had ulcer. I had horrible stomach pains, as in screaming, crying type of stomach pains, uh, which they weren't just like, uh, you know, a mild stomach pain. No, they were fucking almost ulcer. A doctor told me, listen, if you keep doing whatever you do, I don't know what you do, 
But if you keep doing that in a few months, you're going to have ulcer. Not even kidding. You are just horrible, you know? Um, I had a lot of deficiencies. Um, and I struggled a lot. Like, my health was really, really messy because of that. My whole physique, and not only that, but my insides, everything was fucked up from that. So remember, everything you do to your body, it will have consequences in the future, I started smoking when I was 14. I was like, meh, this doesn't affect me. I would smoke a pack a day sometimes and I would not have a thing. Right now, sometimes my voice is raspy. My throat constantly hurts. Like these things have consequences and they have like short-term consequences. Imagine the long-term ones. Like, oh my fucking God. Anyways, I talked about this because I wanted to show you how important this fitness fucking weight loss journey was for me, for my mental health, for my physique, for my health in general. Because, listen, I realized I needed to do something about my weight. When I went to an anniversary party and the dress ripped on me, I talked about this a lot of times. I was so embarrassed. I had to step out of the restaurant and put a jacket on me and just sit on the side of the road. I felt like a fucking hooker. And I had to wait for my parents to uh, bring me another dress. I changed in the car. It was really awkward. And then I told a friend to, you know, take a pic- take some pictures of me, you know. Because after I changed, I felt, quote unquote, better about myself. But anyways, so when I saw these pictures, I looked unrecognizable. I was like, what the fuck is going on with myself? I was in my worst fucking era ever. So I decided to take that as inspo and lose all that weight. Because I told myself, you know what? I always wanted to lose weight. But I always ended up either binging or restricting. So why not just eat normally? (laughs) Like, anyway, so it was really hard for me. I had my lows, I had my ups. It was, the lows were low. Like, the worst thing that happened while I was losing weight was a plateau which plateaus are normal like um your weight doesn't just go um down in a line it fluctuates sometimes it goes a little bit up sometimes it goes a little bit down sometimes it stagnates that's what a plateau is when your weight stagnates that's a plateau and plateaus for me would usually last like a week two weeks max a plateau which fucked me up mentally was one month and two weeks. I was eating good. I was going to the gym four times a week. Yet I was plateauing because my body wasn't used to physical activity and eating normally. So it just stagnated. It was like, what the fuck is going on? It was confused. Um, so then I cried really, really often. I was also going through a lot. And I was like, What the fuck am I doing this for? I'm not even losing weight. I'm going to give up. Do you know how much I used to fight with my mom during that plateau? Because she told me, do not give up. Like, you already lost so much weight. You already did so much progress. Do you really want to go back to your old self now? And when I saw that my plateau was done, I was just so relieved. Anyways, but this was the lowest low. Since I lost weight... I lost 44 pounds, which in kilograms is 20 kilograms, which is a lot of fucking weight. And I lost that in half a year. So it's a good, like, reasonable amount of time. Uh, Especially because I wasn't obese. When you are obese, 
you lose weight really easily in the start. You can lose fucking 10 kilograms a month when you are obese because you have so much surplus weight. But let's say you have 56 kilograms and you want to achieve 50. It's going to take you a lot of time because you already have a good weight. You know, you already are at a healthy weight. So trying to, you know, lose more and more weight is going to be harder. In the beginning, I lost so much weight and then my weight loss started to decrease as I lost more weight, you know. But anyways, that isn't that wasn't a problem for me. I was like, okay, this is going to be a change. I don't give a shit how long this is going to take. Listen to me. I'm going to give you advice. This is not necessarily weight loss advice, but this is just advice in general. When you want to change your body, either you gain weight, put on muscle, lose weight, whatever you want, do not put a time limit. Do not do that. Because things like plateaus can happen. Your body can stagnate. Even though you do the progress, your body can stagnate. And your deadline will be pretty much delayed because, of course, you fucking stagnate. Like, it's normal. So then, when you look at the deadline, let's say you want to change in two months. Whatever. Two months is just such a small amount of time. And you do not have the weight that you wanted to have. You're going to feel so unmotivated. Do not put a fucking time limit. You need to be like, okay, I'm going to stop when I feel like I want to stop. If you put a certain time, like... I want to lose 10 kilograms until school starts. Like, no, do not do that, okay? Lose as much weight as you possibly can and then go on with your life. Like, anyways. Um, And also, another thing that I want to tell you is that you're making progress every single day. If you go to the gym, if you fucking run, if you fucking eat less or eat more, when you want to gain weight, when you want to lose weight, whatever you want to do, You won't see the progress every single day. That's why a nice thing to do is take before pictures. Take pictures of yourself from all angles. And I made sure to do that before I started losing weight. Because that way you can see the progress. Because when you look at yourself in the mirror, you might not notice yourself. You might be like, okay, nothing changed. But then when you go back to these pictures, you will be like, what the fuck? This is a whole different person. Like, who is she? The fuck is going on? Anyways... Um, I remember I lost 10 kilograms at first, which is 22 pounds. Um, and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, I'm not that changed, you know? But then when I looked at the before picture, I was like, whoa, okay, I am changed. Now I do see a huge ass difference. Like when I look at myself in the mirror, sometimes I do not even believe that it's me. (laughs) Like I always wanted to have this body and now I have it and it's period. Anyways. Another thing that I want to tell you, do not compare to other people's bodies. Listen, people have different body types. Maybe you found an IG model, you want to look like her, she has a thigh gap. You don't, but you are skinny. How come? Um, not everybody can have a thigh gap. I can never have a thigh gap. Literally, I cannot have that. Listen, when I pose and shit, like, yeah, everybody can have a fucking thigh gap, but when I stay with my legs normally, I do not have a thigh gap, this is just how my legs are, this is how my bones are, my hips aren't that wide, girls who have um, thigh gaps, they have like wider hips, in a way, I don't know how to describe it, maybe you have a wider waist, maybe you have a small waist, maybe you have a bigger upper body, like 
comparing your body to other people and saying, I want to look like that. No, do not take it as it is. Maybe take it as inspiration saying, okay, this girl has defined abs. I want to go in that direction. I want to have a defined belly. But do not be the type of human that fucking compares as in, I want that waist. Sometimes that's not achievable and that's okay. Like it's your bones. What are you going to do? Fucking remove your ribs? Like, come on. (laughs) Anyways, losing weight opened my eyes on a lot of fucking things. First of all, now I realize that whatever I want to do, I can achieve easily just because I want that, because I have drive and motivation. And another advice that I have for you is even when you feel unmotivated to go to the gym, force yourself and go. I know this might sound toxic. Force yourself and fucking go. For me, I hate the process of getting ready and actually walking until the gym. I hate that. I don't know why. I just don't like that. But when I'm there, I want to chill there all day. It's my safe space. I don't know. And then I hate coming back from the gym. But that's it. Like being at the gym itself, it's really nice. But going and coming home, like, oh my God, you know? Another thing that has opened my eyes is who was real and who was not with me. Listen, my family, everybody complained. Everybody told me, you are unhealthy, you are overweight, you eat like fucking shit. And I took that to heart and I was like, they are toxic. And now that I'm thinking about it, how the fuck did I blame everybody from my family, but I thought that I was perfect? Oh my god, I want to punch my old self so fucking bad. Listen, whenever, this is the best piece of advice ever, this doesn't have to do with physical related things, but anyways, whenever your mom tells you, I fucking hate that outfit, I fucking hate that makeup, take a step back, disassociate, and look at it through a new perspective, like, let's say, listen, in 2020, I used to put on so much blush, and I looked like I had a disease, not even kidding, I look, do you know how, like, uh, drunk people, they have a red face, I look like that, okay, uh, and my mom told me multiple times, wipe off that blush, it looks horrible, you look like you are an alcoholic, <laughs> please, I, I do not want to, I do not want to let you go out like that, do not do that to me, please, and I was always like, what the fuck, she's so mean, she's so toxic, but then, after some time passed by, I was like, why the fuck did you allow me to go out like that? Like, listen, whenever you, anybody who is close to you tells you something, take a step back and look at yourself through a new perspective. Look at yourself like you. this is the first time you see yourself. Do you like what you see? Like, if your mom tells you that shirt is horrible, take a second to like reconsider it. Because people who love you, they will be honest with you. And this is what I, this is what I noticed when I lost weight. Toxic people from my life, they said, you are perfect. It's, you have a really good relationship with food now. Like you can eat whatever the fuck you want. These people are toxic. They are unmotivated. They are toxic. They most likely have body issues. Why would I want to surround myself with people like these? People who actually loved and cared for me told me this isn't okay. What you are doing isn't okay because I was eating so much until I almost vomited. Like, it was so messy. And people around me were supporting me. 
overeating is really normalized. Undereating is not, but overweighting, oh my god, (laughs) overeating is, which is not okay, in my opinion. So you should always pay attention to people in your life. If you constantly hear your fucking mom telling you, I'm concerned for you, your body looks like this, consider it. Even though you view her as a toxic person, just do it, please. Your parents, your family, your close friends, they want the best for you, okay? Now, let me give you some actual tips on how to have a body glow up. First of all, go to the gym. Listen, you do not need to lose weight or gain weight, whatever. Just go to the gym. I don't give a shit. Going to the gym is so amazing for your mind and for your body. Listen, when you sweat, I don't know if it's just a me thing, but when I sweat, my skin is amazing. My skin is amazing afterwards. It's just so nice. It feels like every single toxin from my body comes out and my skin just becomes so soft and amazing. It's amazing for your body. Listen, when you go to the gym, your blood circulation is stimulated, of course. And that will make you age slower. It's exactly the same thing when it comes to the skin. Like, if you massage your face, if you use skincare, you, are, you will age um, normally, not prematurely, you know? And if you, like, wash your face, if you constantly massage your face, if you use, like, face rollers or face tools like a gua sha, you will stimulate the blood circulation. And this will make your skin age beautifully. Exactly the same thing is going on with your body. You will make your body, like more firm, more, like, it's just so nice, toning up is so fucking nice, like, it's just so amazing to see the progress, when you are going to the gym, you are going, let's say, I don't know, maybe four times a week, let's say you go four times a week, you will not see progress in the first month, or maybe you will see a little bit, but in a few more months, you will 100% guaranteed you will see fucking progress, you know, Going to the gym also teaches you discipline. It teaches you that, okay, it hurts when you do this exercise, but you need to do it. It teaches you discipline and it creates an amazing relationship with your body. And going to the gym just makes you look better. I don't know. It's just toning up is amazing. It looks good. It's nice. And I consider it to be a body glow up, okay? Another way to glow up physically is from the inside out. So if you eat good food and if you drink a lot of water, my recommendation is a gallon a day, which is 3.7 liters. A lot of people will consider that insane. But let me tell you, once you start forcing yourself to drink a lot of water, you will feel thirsty 24 fucking 7. Not even kidding. People are concerned for me. Like, I went to this anniversary party just a few days ago and... The only alcohol I drank was one sip of champagne and one shot, okay? One shot because, you know, everybody was taking it. Anyways, I didn't like it. I regretted it afterwards. But anyways, genuinely, I drank almost three liters of water at that anniversary. Like, literally, I would pour a glass of water every second. And there was a friend, an old friend sitting next to me. He was like, fuck are you doing why are you drinking so much water like what's going on and i told him like i'm thirsty what and i just drank a lot of water constantly i don't know why um 
whenever you start drinking more and more and more water, you feel more thirsty. It's amazing for your skin. It makes your face clear. It just makes you radiate. It's so fucking good. And also, if you have issues with like, you know, you retain water, whatever. In order to stop retaining water, you need to drink water. Do you know why your body retains water? Because it's fucking dehydrated. That's why. That's why when you eat a lot of like high in sodium and um, just salty foods, you feel like a balloon. You feel really bloated. Uh, your fingers are like swollen. Your rings do not fit anymore. It's because you are dehydrated. When you are hydrated, you will be lean. You won't have any like issues with swelling and all of that crap, you know? Whatever you put in your body is gonna reflect on the outside. Also, that is um, not only when it comes to healthy food, but also when it comes to your thoughts. If you are toxic, if you constantly talk down on yourself, you are going to look horrible. Trust me, right now, I'm going through a crisis. Okay, I'm really terrified of uh, the entry exam for fucking med school. I'm terrified and... I don't know how what to do. I'm confused. I I do not even want to fucking talk about it. I have so many pimples on my face right now because of that. Because I, I fucking stress so much. I have so many pimples on my face. Oh my god. I have horrible dark circles. And I just don't look healthy right now. I don't know. Even though I eat good food, I stress so fucking much. And I'm going through a crisis right now. <laughs> that um, I... It's a reflection of my inside, you know, um, make sure you do not talk down on yourself, avoid, um, avoid telling yourself mean things, like, it reflects on the outside, not even kidding, when it comes to physical appearance, most people notice the face first, so it's, it's gotta be polished, you gotta look polished all day, every day, listen to me, if you want to be noticed by people, if you want to just look pretty, if you want to glow up physically, you need to focus on your face a lot. Do not neglect that, okay? My biggest um, tip for you would be to start a skincare routine if you do not have one already. And listen, you do not have to have super expensive products and 10 steps of skincare. You could only have a face wash a moisturizer, and an SPF. And that's fucking it. That's it, okay? Um, It's good for your face. It just makes your face look super duper clean, you know? When you do not do skincare, let's say you have good genetics. Okay, you have good genetics, you have clear fucking skin. But in more years, you're gonna prematurely age because the sun is gonna affect you, uh, most likely you are going to have moles and stains on your face and hyperpigmentation and discoloration. And if you want to glow up, you need to have good fucking skin. I do not mean perfect, like clear skin, because right now I have pimples, but my face looks good, like it's glowy, you know? You need to have good skin. So, in you know, invest into skincare. And I do not mean invest money-wise, but I mean like time-wise, you know? You need time to do your research. You need time to actually perform the fucking skincare routine, whatever. So a skincare routine is something that I totally recommend for a physical glow up. I'm going to talk a little bit about skincare. I'm just going to make it really short. Um, first of all, 
do not use products with a lot of fragrance in them. Or if you can, avoid fragrance altogether. Because fragrance, it is not necessary to be in skincare. Fragrance is used to make products more appealing. And people who have sensitive skin, they tend to get irritated by that. They tend to uh, achieve like redness from that and pimples and just it's not good so try to go for unscented products you need to look at the back of the product see if they have like fragrance slash perfume if they have that put that back put that back it's not for you okay it's really really good because you can and also do not guide yourself from the packaging most products that actually work they have the most basic or horrible packaging ever the products that look the most aesthetic are you in skincare they are usually the worst and this is just my experience, you know. Um, I recently bought a clay mask from a brand called Bondi Sands. And it looks super aesthetic. I put it on, kind of burned a little bit. I was like, okay, maybe it's because I have like all these breakouts on my skin. I put it on again and it burned again. Uh, it didn't leave me with any redness. It didn't like make my face worse or anything. But the burning was kind of insane so i'm gonna put it on again i'm gonna wait a few days and i'm gonna see if it burns more or not i'm gonna wait for my skin to clear up a little bit um because i said like i said um i have a lot of pimples because i stress right now so i'm trying to limit that and i'm also doing my skincare intensively <laughs> and putting on treatments and whatever when my skin is gonna be clear i'm gonna put on that mask again and i'm gonna see if it still burns you are out okay so like I said, go for products that are unscented and go for the classic ones. Go for a classic moisturizer. For example, CeraVe Classic Moisturizer. The classic lotion. Just a fucking classic face lotion. No fragrance, no like special properties. It's strictly for hydration. Go for that. Go for a gentle face wash. Do not buy physical exfoliators. They are not good. Um, instead try chemical exfoliators another thing SPF will be your best friend if you apply don't be these people that say why do you apply SPF if it's not summer like stop do you not know about UV raises like do you really think that UV raises are gonna be shielded by a fucking cloud are you joking oh my god people stay in school please <laughs> listen to me even though it's cloudy outside, the UV rays are still there. They still affect your skin, even though you do not see it. Listen, I went to get a procedure done. I got Dermapen, which is basically a procedure for uh, getting really nice skin, you know, reducing fine lines. I do not have any, but I'm just telling you the benefits. It reduces fine lines. It reduces acne. It reduces cystic, hormonal, horrible acne, um, bumps that are under your skin. Like it's an amazing procedure and it's done with like numbing cream um the person that does that puts numbing cream on your face and then they will go with a machine like a pen it looks like a pen like a really really thick pen with hundreds of needles and it will like puncture your skin it doesn't hurt because you have the numbing cream it hurts only when that person like targets a certain like area with pimples especially when they're like cysts or like huge pimples it will hurt um but not that much you know like i tolerated it and it was really really good 
um before I got it she took a photo of me with like a machine to see how damaged is my skin underneath I don't know how to explain that but the device that she used it showed how my skin looked like underneath the superficial layers and I was stunned because my face uh, when I first got Dermapen I had a few pimples but my face was overall like clear when I looked at that picture I was stunned because there were like these stains on my face and when I asked her what were they she told me this is sun damage you are not using SPF this is sun damage even though it's not summer you can still see the sun damage like it was so insane and she told me if you use SPF every day trust me it will be amazing and one thing that I noticed with SPF and also that my best friend noticed with SPF it clears your acne I don't know how it works but it does um when you have acne and you expose your face to the sun, they will turn into like dark brown marks or like deep red marks. If you put on SPF, they will be shielded and they will fade with time, you know? So make sure, especially if you have acne, do not expose your face directly to the sun without applying SPF, okay? Some amazing ingredients to use in your SPF are vitamin C, Vitamin C is antioxidant and it's amazing for your face. It reduces um, sun damage. Like it reverses it. Reverses? Anyways, I don't know how to speak. But it's not an SPF. It doesn't protect you. But if you have like stains or sun damage, it can help you with that. It also helps you even out your skin tone. Like I said, it's an antioxidant. It's amazing for your skin. It makes your skin brighter. It makes your skin just look like you woke up and you are fresh. Um, another ingredient that I really, really recommend is niacinamide. Really good for your hydration barrier. Um, if your skin, like if you have a lot of bumps, if you have like bigger pores, and if you have like all of these skin problems at the same time, it's because your hydration barrier, your skin barrier, it is damaged. So when you use niacinamide at night, it is really, really good for your skin. And it also evens out your skin tone, just like I said with a vitamin C. Another amazing ingredient to use is my favorite on this earth, salicylic acid. Listen to me. Salicylic acid is a blessing. It helps you with um, acne scars and it helps you with active acne. It also helps you with bumps and blackheads. It's like an exfoliator. It's so gentle though. So, so gentle. And like I said, it helps you even out your skin tone. So if you have hyperpigmentation or discoloration, it helps even that out. Another ingredient, AHA, BHA. They are chemical exfoliators. Amazing. But make sure if you use like an AHA and BHA toner or a cream, use it at night. Because chemical exfoliators like AHA, BHA, which are a little bit harsh, they can actually make your skin more prone to sun damage. So make sure you use SPF if you use these things. And also another thing that I want to mention, all of these ingredients that I told you, they are active ingredients. Active ingredients in a product, in a skincare product, they shouldn't be over 5%. If they are, they are over 5%, you can notice, like, when you look at a serum, you see vitamin C, and then you will see a percentage, 
The more percentage that an active ingredient has, the more like harsh the product is. And I actually talked about this with my chemistry tutor. Like I said, I'm going to med school, so I need to prepare for the entry exam. And I talked to her because we were working on some reactions. She showed me, she taught me some reactions of like the process of achieving aspirin. And it is achieved with um, salicylic acid, whatever. I do not remember exactly. I hate chemistry. <laughs> but uh, I really like this part of chemistry. Like the skincare, ingredients, whatever. So of course, when I heard that she said salicylic acid, I couldn't hesitate. And I told her, it is used in the cosmetic industry in skincare products. And then she said, she was really surprised that I knew. She said, yeah, but the thing is, you shouldn't use it too often because it will burn your skin. And then I told her, no, no, no. If it is under 5%, you can use it every day. If it's over 5%, I wouldn't recommend that for the skin, but you can choose to use it like once or twice a week. And she was like, how the fuck do you know? <laughs> like we had a whole last rant about skincare and salicylic acid. It was beautiful. It was a pure moment of my life. But anyway, so that's what I'm saying. Like you should check the percentage that's really important but that's pretty much it um for the skincare now more focusing on the face listen to me if you choose to do your makeup less is more trust me on this one less is fucking more listen the best tip that i have for you when it comes to makeup is find the go-to makeup look an everyday makeup look I used to be really indecisive about what I wanted to wear, what kind of makeup I wanted to do. And I would usually like at school, I hated that about me. One day I would have full face of makeup with huge ass eyeliner and long ass fake lashes and fucking thick ass brows and overlined lips. And in another day, I would have a bare face. Another day I would have blue eyeshadow Another day, I would have a bare face. I was really, like, I was lacking consistency. And I felt like, what the fuck? Like, people are seeing me one day with fucking prom makeup, another day without makeup, another day with minimal makeup. Like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Um, so I decided this summer to practice. Every single time I went out, I tried um, to kind of change something about my makeup until I figured out my most flattering makeup look ever that is my go-to makeup listen i don't know what it is but i do not like how i look like only with mascara like let's say i have a full face and i just put on mascara no i don't like that i need something else i don't know why um my eyes do not pop when i just put on mascara my go-to makeup listen to me my go-to makeup is you know um cc cream i actually use a cc cream from it cosmetics with spf 50 it's really really good and i actually prefer to use cc cream instead of foundation i feel like it's lighter it's better um i use just a little bit of concealer and then i go and i contour my face i use like a contour and then i use a blush highlighter whatever i do it really subtle like in a really subtle way and then it's a really natural makeup i fill in my brows carefully and then I do brown small eyeliner. It is the best and most flattering thing. I feel like black eyeliner, at least for my features, it's kind of harsh. 
like if I use it in a minimal look I it doesn't look minimal at all you know my hair is um brunette and my eyes are like the same color as my hair and I feel like when I put black it just doesn't doesn't work if I use a brown dark brown eyeliner everything comes together I don't know why but my go-to makeup look like I said is um just a minimal natural base with a tiny little like wing uh dark brown wing and mascara and that's it and brows of course but that's it um it's not gonna be the same for you maybe you try that makeup look and you are not gonna look as flattering it's not gonna be as flattering on you as it is on me maybe you look good with i don't know fucking waterline like a black waterline and that's it i do not look good with that only maybe you look good with blue eyeshadow maybe you look good with something else try makeup and try to make it as quick as possible because you need it to be really practical i do this makeup every day when i go to school i do this makeup every day when i go to an anniversary party i do this makeup every single time i go out it's a really natural and classy makeup that you can do and you can have everywhere literally you can have everywhere and you can adapt it to the occasion for example when i'm going to a birthday party and i want to look more put together i put more cc cream on and i put more concealer on and i just um focus more on contouring and making my base look more full coverage the eyes i do them the same when i go to school i do more light makeup right now i'm not really doing that because like i said i have these annoying ass pimples like it frustrates me so fucking much anyways um, but try to find a go-to makeup, which is, it, it doesn't take a lot of time to do, and it's also super flattering on you. Let me tell you another way to make your face look amazing and have a glow-up. Attitude. Literally, confidence and attitude are tied, and when you want a physical glow-up, you also need to be confident. You also need to be aware of how pretty you are, how attractive you are, how seductive you are. If you think about yourself as a seductive person, as a person who is able to literally talk to everybody without feeling just a little bit of anxiety, if you have that in your head, you're going to be unstoppable. When you are confident, you have that look in your eye. I could spot right now because I'm confident and because I know a lot of things about psychology, I can instantly spot an insecure person. Even though they never mention their insecurities, I can see right through their eyes. When I see a strong like stare, I am shocked. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Not that many people have a strong stare. I personally believe that I do have a strong stare. It depends on the instance because if I go to... um an event with a lot of people that I do not know, I'm maybe gonna have social anxiety. I don't know. It really depends on the circumstances. But most of the time, like I have a death stare and I love that about myself. Everything you think about yourself, it reflects on the outside. If you think you're the hottest bitch on earth, you're gonna be the hottest bitch on earth. Like when I was insecure nobody nobody said I'm attractive nobody right now because I truly think that I'm attractive because I worked for my body I worked for my physique I spend a lot of time on my physique 
I get so many compliments. I get, I get so much validation. And I have a lot of... Listen, I went on New Year's at the club with um, three other girls. And I went in. I saw guys were staring. Um, a foreign guy told me, like, you are so attractive. Can you please give me your phone number? Like, you are so fucking attractive. And I'm not even phased by that anymore. That's what attitude is. That's what attitude is. Because, listen, I have the same weight as I did in freshman year. I did not change that much. Like, yes, my facial structure changed. And also my body proportions changed. Like, back then I used to be pretty flat. And I did not used to have, like, a super tiny waist. But now I do have these things. But anyways... Um, so not that much changed, right? It's a change, but it's not like a dramatic change, you know? Um, listen, back then, like, yeah, I was getting validation, but it doesn't compare to now. Like, oh my God, attitude is literally everything. And on New Year's, actually, a friend of mine that I was with told me like, why the fuck is like everybody staring at you? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why? What's happening? (laughs) She was like, what the fuck? You know? And I'm not faced by that anymore. I'm used to people, like, staring at me. And I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I'm just... This is living proof of... I'm living proof of attitude is everything. Literally, attitude is everything. If you view yourself as the most attractive and hot and seductive person on earth, people are going to want you. If you think you're pretty, people are going to view you as pretty. If you think you're ugly, people are not going to validate you. They are not going to give you compliments. They are not going to... You are going to be less approachable. Like, I don't know how to explain. And also, another thing that I want to tackle is body language. It is so attractive. Body language is really, really attractive. Learn ways that you can improve your body language. Listen, right now when I sit somewhere... My go-to position to sit is like cross-legged. I try, at least. <laughs> because I cannot cross my legs that much. I don't know what's happening. But anyways, um, and I have my hands in my lap, one over another. And it's always my right arm over my left arm because that's the arm where I usually like have um, a ring on <laughs> and I want to show it. <laughs> but that's such like a feminine pose. I don't know how to explain It shows so much femininity. Oh my god, I love that. And it's so attractive also. Um, And there are small things that you can do. uh, When you want to tell someone something and they didn't hear. Instead of saying it louder, lean in. Like There are so many ways to have a better body language. And it's not for the sole purpose of attraction. Of um, being seductive. No, it's not about that. But it shows that you are high class. If you have a straight back and you look like you have an intimidating stare and you are feminine and everything like that, it's much more different than just, you know, doing a man's spread and I don't know. Like for me, it's different. Of course, I'm not always like standing in a feminine way. Like when I'm with my best friend, bitch, we are fucking guys. (laughs) We are not girls when we are the both of us. Like, no, absolutely not swearing, laughing super duper fucking hard and staying in a man's spread. Like that's who we are, but in private, you know, when I'm going to an event 
or when I have to be presentable, I like to be more feminine and I like to just show that I have a good body language. Make sure it's not too forced though, because if it's too forced, people will notice and it's a deal breaker. Self-maintenance is the way to glow up physically. Self-maintenance is really, really important if you are a guy and if you are a girl. I know not that many guys listen to my podcast, so I'm going to refer most of the time to my girlies, but I'm going to also refer to you guys a little bit. I'm also going to give you some tips, you know? Listen to me. When you take good care of yourself, when you are always smelling like amazing perfume and when your nails are clean... Trust me, people notice these little things, especially like higher class people. I consider myself to be high class, honestly. I mean, when I'm supposed to be presentable, I'm really high class. Like, I have a really, really good vocabulary. I can be really, really polite. I I don't know. I consider myself to be high class, honestly. So I notice every single like small detail about somebody. I scan somebody head to toe. And usually one thing that I'm looking at when I want to see how a person is, is nails. Listen, if I see, if I'm on a date and I see that you have dirt under your nails, I'm not even saying bye and I'm just getting out. <laughs> I'm, I'm running because I'm terrified. <laughs> okay. Um, these are things that show how much interest you put in yourself. Self-maintenance is really important and it basically means maintaining a clean and amazing physique. That's what uh, self-maintenance is. Um, Some self-maintenance things to do as a girl is, first of all, make sure that your hands are on fleek. Wear rings. They are so pretty, both for guys and for girls, okay? You can wear rings. They are so, so fucking pretty. Anyways, uh, take care of your nails so fucking important you do not necessarily have to get your nails done or get acrylics or gel nails right now i do not have nails on um i did schedule a nail appointment but right now i have like bare nails and they are clean like my cuticles are really nice they are short they are just basic clean fucking nails whatever make sure you put hand cream on or a certain lotion because your cuticles can dry up um make sure you have good quality perfume doesn't mean expensive perfume. Listen, the impact that perfume makes is insane. When I'm sitting next to somebody and I can sense their amazing fucking perfume and I hug them and then the perfume stays on me, that's that's amazing. That that is amazing and that's the impact that you want to make. Okay? Um you need to figure out the type of scents that you like with the perfumes, you know, they smell different on everybody because of your pH level. Like if I put on, let's say, Tobacco Vanille from Tom Ford on me and on my mom, it's going to smell like two different perfumes and you got to be aware of that. So before you buy a perfume, please, please test it on your skin, not on a sheet of paper. Like these small tester things at Sephora, don't do that because you will smell the perfume itself. Okay, you need to smell the perfume on you. On me, like super duper sweet perfumes do not smell that good. Like extremely sweet perfumes don't smell that good. Um, Perfumes that smell really, really good on me are strong ass perfumes that smell 
uh, either a little bit masculine, like on the masculine side, like leather, wood, tobacco, uh, or like really light things smell really good on me, like flowers. <laughs> I don't know. It, it really depends. But I have certain perfumes that smell absolutely horrible on me, okay? And you got to find what type of perfume suits you the best. Some perfumes that I truly recommend are Zara perfumes because Zara perfumes, they are actually dupes. Um, they are dupes because, listen, I have, a, I have the Tobacco Vanille from Tom Ford, which is so fucking expensive. Uh, my dad bought it for me as a gift. It is too expensive, actually. And listen, I... <laughs> I just have a little bit of it left and I just I do not want to bring myself to using it because I just do not no I do not want to think about it it makes me sad when I think about the fact that I fucking finished a an expensive ass bottle of perfume like no I'm sorry <laughs> but then listen one day I went to Zara I don't know why we were me and my mom we were in the mail section I don't know what we were looking for but listen Next to the cash register, like, there was a stand with perfumes, and I saw a line of perfumes that smelled like tobacco. Purchased one, it smells 90% like uh, the Tom Ford perfume. The fuck? They have amazing-ass dupes, and their perfumes do last. Listen, I have super expensive perfumes, because there's a tradition. My dad works on a ship, and every single time he comes home, because he works in shifts, like let's say two months he's you know gone two months he's at home he used to whenever he came back home he used to buy me a perfume now he doesn't really do that anymore because his uh, shifts used to be longer like she oh my god she <laughs> he would stay for like um four months and then one month at home like it would suck he was more gone than at home so he would buy me a perfume and i now have a collection of perfumes listen i have perfumes from tom ford carolina herrera dolce and gabbana giorgio armani like super high-end perfumes do you know that my most complimented perfume is from fucking zara i want to rip my fucking eyes out <laughs> like listen i have a perfume listen i'm just gonna get up and i'm gonna tell you exactly the perfume it is my most complimented perfume it's called rose gourmand from Zara. It's like a big bottle, looks super fancy with a gold top. Okay? So this perfume right here was complimented, I swear to god, by over 15 people. Over 15 people. Do you know how many people complimented my uh fucking um Giorgio Armani C perfume? Nobody. Do you know how many people complimented my Dolce & Gabbana the only one perfume? Nobody. So that's why it makes me so fucking furious when I think about the fact that my most, my most fucking loved perfume was less than $20. You can be on a budget and you can smell amazing, look amazing, be high class. It doesn't have anything to do with budget. You can be poor as fuck and you can have a great ass sense of style, you know? All you gotta do is know how to spend your money in smart ways and where to shop you know, but that takes time to learn, anyways, um, other self-maintenance things you can do, pay attention to your hair, get regular haircuts, especially if you're a guy, or if you are somebody who wants short hair, please go and get regular haircuts, please do that, um, 
make sure that your hair is always on fleek make sure that your hair isn't greasy if it's greasy like you know in once in a while like okay it's normal like today my hair was pretty greasy um it's not my fault though it's like the fucking third day without washing it i fucking hate my hair anyways um but yeah like make sure you always look put together this is my biggest tip ever actually like listen you go to the grocery store how would you dress maybe like put some slippers on and just go in your pajamas with like a messy but no when you go in that fucking grocery store you need to look flawless everywhere you go i don't care if you're a guy or if you're a girl you need to look flawless everywhere you go you do not know who you meet I've had so many instances where I went to places and I was like, eh, like, whatever, I, I'm not going to meet anybody. And then the whole fucking city was there and I was looking like crap and I wanted to hide under the fucking table. Like, do you know how many times like that happened to me? And it's not that I'm insecure, but it's just that when I do, when I'm not put together, when I do not have my go-to makeup when I do not have uh, my 10,000 layers of perfume and an amazing outfit and amazing hair, I just feel like crap. Like when I look good, I feel good. When I look like crap, I certainly feel like crap. So you got to be honest with yourself. Like, listen, I look like crap right now. Let me fix that. You know, honesty to yourself is amazing. Right now, I don't care where I'm going. I'm always put together. And since I started doing that, I noticed that in the places that I would normally think, you know, I'm not going to see anybody, like, this isn't important, I'm not going to get ready, I would see everybody, like, the whole fucking city, <laughs> like, it's insane, so you just need extra time, you know, if you want to be attractive, if you want to have a good fucking physique, you need to put time into it, and effort, do you know how much I pay attention to my physique? Listen, I tweeze my eyebrows weekly, because my hair is insane, okay, so I tweeze my eyebrows weekly, I dye them weekly, actually, because my eyebrows are pretty blonde, and I have dark hair, so the contrast is a little bit weird, plus it helps me to fill in my eyebrows, like, easier, but anyways, so I do that, I also uh, make sure to take care of my cuticles once a week, I make sure to exfoliate twice a week, I make sure to apply fucking conditioner and masks and oils and shit every single time I wash my hair. I make sure to put on perfume every single day. I always carry perfume with me. I make sure that I'm always flawless. Always. And I put so much time and effort into that, you know? Um, doing my skincare routine. In the morning, it just takes a little bit of time because I do not really have a complex skincare routine in the morning. I just have a serum, moisturizer, and SPF. But at night, bitch, I have 10,000 creams because I like to put to slather my face into fucking creams. I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm fucking going to have a boyfriend. Like, listen, I put so much cream on my face that I need to change my pillowcase every single night. It's getting concerning. I don't know why I do that, but I love it so much. You just wake up with such a flawless skin like face after you slather your face into creams when i'm gonna have a boyfriend maybe he is going to give me a good night kiss and he's gonna put his hand on my fucking cheek and i'm gonna beat him up because oh my god 
after I do my skincare, you do not touch my face. I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Maybe we're gonna fucking sleep in different rooms. I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, you are not interfering with my ritual, with my skincare ritual. I don't care. <laughs> but anyways, so being put together all the time is really important. And small things, small, I notice everything. Every small detail I notice. If you have um, um if you have an amazing belt, I notice. If you have good ass shoes, I notice. If you have, I don't know, like a super like tiny ring or a super like tiny subtle necklace, I notice. I notice every little detail about everybody. I like to analyze people. It's not critical. Like I do not judge people that much. I'm not like um, oh my god, what is she wearing? I'm not like that. I only judge people who have uh, questionable behaviors, but like random people, I never judge, you know? You do not know what somebody's going through. You do not know what that person is like. But anyways, um, I love to analyze people. I love to go by myself, take myself out on a like coffee date and just look at people. I've listened to dialogues. I just, I, it fascinates me. Humans being humans. Like, you see so much. So many, like, different types of people coming from different types of regions, different ethnicities. Like, it's so fascinating to me. I don't know why. And I can kind of sense how they are as a person when I see them, when I see their eyes. And I really like to admire, like, everybody's outfits and just see, what are we wearing today? Like, what's going on? What belts do we have? What rings do we have? What tops do we have? Like, I love that. I don't know why. Uh, fashion is also something that plays a big part into physical appearance. Because, okay, your body is amazing. Your face is amazing. Your hair is amazing. But if you have a shitty outfit, it's bye. Like, <laughs> gone. You need to have timeless pieces. I have learned throughout the years that trendy pieces are not pretty. They are pretty at first because everybody has them and everybody wants them. But in a little bit of time, everybody will hate them. And instead of wasting your money to buy amazing, trendy pieces, no, fuck that. Buy timeless pieces. Basics. A black turtleneck. White tank top. Blue jeans. Black jeans. A black leggings. Gray hoodie. Like, do that. If you have basics, you cannot go wrong. Mm-mm, you cannot go wrong. Like, you can buy eccentric pieces. Like, you can buy, like, let's say, a fucking blue top with feathers. You can do that. But in order to style that, you need to have basics. You need to have basic pants. You need to have basic whatever. A basic purse, basic shoes. Make sure you have a lot of basics. A lot of basic tank tops, t-shirts, hoodies, like, jeans, um, sweatpants. Make sure you have a lot of basics because you cannot go wrong with that. Uh, you will never say, I don't have anything to wear if you have basics. Literally just put on jeans and a white shirt and you are done. If you have an attractive body, like if you, your body looks amazing, if you look healthy, if you look nourished, if you have amazing hair, whatever. If you look put together and you have a basic outfit, you look more put together. I don't know. Fashion sense is super important. It is super important to always be dressed beautifully and you can literally be gorgeous in any style. If 
you can pull it off, then go ahead and do it. Like, I love a lot of different styles. Right now, I'm really into archive fashion, which is like um, destroyed pieces, like destroyed jeans, um, basic, like neutral, low saturated colors, like really abstract tops, um, distorted, I cannot say that word, I'm sorry, tops or jeans. Like, I'm in love with that style. But if you want to be emo, go ahead and be emo. If you want to be basic, go ahead and be basic. If you pull it off and you have good quality pieces, why not? If you feel good in that, you are going to look good in that, you know? That's why some people, okay, they are emo. They do not look good in what they have because they most likely do not feel good. They do not have body language. People who are emo and they love what they wear, they have really good quality pieces, they take care of themselves, they do all of the things that I said in this episode, they will look amazing. Uh, fucking amazing. So please do not underestimate style. It is really easy to dress beautifully, especially as a guy. Come on, like it's so easy. Listen, I have the most insane recommendation for you guys who are listening to my podcast. So listen up, okay? The sluttiest thing a guy can wear is the following outfit. White t-shirt. Not too fit on the body, not too loose. Like in the middle. A normal fucking t-shirt. I don't know. Jeans. Especially blue jeans. I don't know why, but this combo is just... mm. So, (laughs) blue jeans. But make sure they are not fucking light blue jeans. Like just classic ass blue jeans. Like bleu marin. I don't know. A dark blue, whatever. Um, with a hot ass belt. Accessorize everything. Hot ass belt. Basic sneakers and the leather jacket or something. Oh my god. That is a timeless outfit and it's so, so good. It looks flattering on every guy. It is so nice, especially with the belt. I love belts so much. Like They are so, so nice. Um... Sometimes I do not really wear belts because uh, most of my pants are actually large on me now. Because like I said, I lost weight. I need to go shopping because nothing fits me anymore. So listen, my pants now, they used to be high-waisted. They are now all low-waisted. And I feel really weird to put on a belt and have low-waisted pants. I don't know, I'm just not used to that combo. I never wore um, low-waisted things in my life. Actually, since I lost weight, I started to do that, and I'm in love. But, um, I don't know, I feel like it looks weird with belts, man. But belts on guys are something else. It looks super duper pretty, okay? Like, imagine that outfit, like, that I described with a fucking brown leather uh, belt. Mm, And rings or something. Like, it's so easy to have style because you cannot go wrong with basic pieces. And most outfits, like... This outfit that I just described you, I don't know why, but it gives me old money vibes. Old money. Like classic guy old money vibes. You cannot go wrong with that outfit. It's good. Looks flattering as fuck. Or, listen, in my opinion, the sluttiest thing a girl can wear. Listen to me. Jeans. I don't care what jeans. Like, you can choose. Now it really depends on the body type. Like, at guys... There is something else, like either skinny jeans, super big jeans, or in the middle. At girls, it is really different because we have skinny jeans, we have flared jeans, we have um, mom jeans, we have whatever jeans. Like, we have so many types of jeans, and it really depends on your body type. For me, like, flared look the best. I don't know, I just feel, I just feel amazing in flared jeans, or in, like, large, larger pants, I don't know. But anyways, 
um or another like oh my god another slutty slutty the sluttiest thing a girl can wear cargo pants they are so so nice they do not have to have like the camouflage collars and the whole army thing no it's not necessary it can be like one single collar like i have um two pairs actually right now um one is gray and one is like beige so you can have like neutral colors and then put on a tight turtleneck black oh my god listen you know kim possible and her cargo pants and her fucking turtleneck yeah that's an amazing combo and it's really basic so do it it's nice it's low effort this episode i think is the longest episode i have ever recorded in my life oh my god i planned on um actually sleeping tonight but uh i don't know man (laughs) i ended up talking too much but i don't know i felt like i didn't talk for that long i don't know sometimes i'm just getting carried away i had a period of time when why did i say time (laughs) do you know that a clip with trisha paytas on the podcast and she talked like this i just realized that i do this like involuntary without wanting to fuck it i do that without wanting to oh my god god kill me but anyways so i had a period of time in the past when i did the podcast and i used to do like 20 minute episodes sometimes and i said Okay, I'm just going to do like shorter episodes because I know you guys like that more. Listen, that changed. Like now, even though I make like a one hour episode, you guys still listen to it. You guys still do. You guys still listen to every word I have to say. I have to say thank you, okay? This is the longest episode ever. And also another thing, like when I make shorter episodes, it feels like they are, you know, fucking scripted. I don't know, like... I just have to make sure that I talk about the things that I want to talk in like 20 minutes and rush and not forget a thing. But like when I have this freedom to record for like either fucking 30 minutes or one hour and a half, I can tell you guys whatever the fuck I want to say. Like, I don't know. It's this freedom that I really like about podcasting. And when I made shorter episodes, I felt really limited you know, I couldn't talk about everything. I literally talked about everything I wanted to. When it comes to your physical appearance, I talked about going to the gym and how it makes you just so amazing, being healthy, everything from the inside out. Like, it, it is inside out. If you have a good mindset, your life is amazing. If you eat good food, you look good. Like, it's just it just comes from the inside, you know? Small progress is still progress. I also talked about uh, self-maintenance. I also talked about fashion. I also talked about skincare a lot. I got into a skincare <laughs> fucking rent. Talked about a lot, man. Uh, but anyways, you, I think you guys wanted that. Because when it comes to your physical appearance, like it really depends on the person. Because maybe somebody wants to gain weight and have long hair. But somebody maybe wants to bleach their hair and fucking lose weight. I don't know. Like It depends on the person. And it depends on what people want for themselves so when it comes to your physical appearance imagine your best self and how does she or he look like how does your best version of yourself look like and try to 
embody that, you know? When I used to think about the best version of myself a few, like, months ago, I would say, like, um, be toned, uh, be healthy, have long hair. Um, so now I'm actually growing out my hair. I'm taking care of my hair, cutting my hair every month. Um, I'm getting toned, like I'm getting there, you know? So make sure you have an idea of the best version of yourself in your brain and try to embody that. Even though it feels unrealistic, maybe you are obese and your best version is super duper thin and toned. That is achievable. If you want that, you can achieve that. Maybe you are underweight and you want to become really thick and really muscular. That is achievable. The only thing stopping you is you, you know? I also talked about attitude and how it reflects into your eyes. I also talked about the small things, uh, the sluttiest outfits you can wear as a guy, as a girl. I talked about so much. Like, man, I really should be gatekeeping some things for me. <laughs> like, not even kidding. I have the urge to, whenever I find like a good life hack, I need to tell uh, you guys, I need to tell all my friends, I need to tell literally randoms about that, like, I don't know why, and I think this comes, uh, because, listen, in the past, like, nobody told me anything about anything, I had to figure most of the things out on my own, and I would want, like, oh my god, I would, I would have paid everything for a person to tell me like valuable pieces of advice. So whenever I find out something that is really like beneficial uh, for you, I tell that to everybody. I don't know. I'm kind of like a therapist who isn't getting paid. Like I'm everybody's supporter and therapist. I love that actually. Because like I said, I'm fascinated by the human brain and how it works and multiple like fucking mental disorders and how people are and whatever. I don't know. I'm fucking, I don't know if this is weird or everybody has that, I actually went for a coffee with my dad when he was home, and I told him, like, don't you like this, and he was like, what, like what, and I said, well, like, look at people, hear people talk, and drinking coffee at the same time, like, it's so good, he was like, what the fuck are you talking about, and I was like, don't you ever analyze people, and he was like, no, I stir in my own fucking coffee cup, the fuck, that's so weird, in my opinion, like, I don't know, um, I like to just know everything about it, everybody I see, like, I just want to interpret them, but anyways, so like I said, if you have a good attitude, and you have, like, I don't know, you are sure of yourself, and you are confident, I will see that, and a lot of people will see that, okay, but if you are insecure, and you want to fucking cross your arms, and just look down, nobody will notice you, bitch, Nobody will. Nobody will look in your direction. Okay? If you do not want that, continue doing that. But that's not good for you. Like, being more open and more talkative and more bubbly, it's, it is way better than just, you know, looking down and just being shy. You're missing out on a lot of things if you are like that. Or if you are extremely introverted or antisocial. Like, you're missing out so much, actually. Anyways... Oh my god, my voice is so raspy now. Oh my god. Also, I, I want to tell you something. Listen, this is for everybody who is still here. I passed my theoretical driving exam, period. Oh, I, I just realized I said that again in the previous episode. Oh my god, since I passed it, I think I told everybody that I know. My mom told everybody that she knows. 
I'm just so proud of myself. Listen, I'm not bragging or anything, but man, like, it's something insane for me. And when I'm, oh my God, when I'm going to get into med school, because I'm going to get into med school, there is no way I'm not getting into med school. If I'm not getting into med school, I am going to dig my own grave and I'm going to fucking jump into it and that's it. (laughs) Like, anyways, and bring my phone and my charger because I'm going to continue to do this fucking podcast. But anyways, um, when I'm going to enter med school... I have a rule for myself. I'm not even going to be happy. I'm not even going to smile. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go to my Instagram, to my main account. um, And I am going to go to edit. And I'm going to go and change my bio from whatever I have it now. Oh, opium to med student. I want everybody to see med student in my bio. And then... I'm going to allow myself to be happy. (laughs) Like, oh my god. Anyways, I hope you guys liked this episode. I'm sorry. It was so fucking long. Oh my god. I hope you actually listened to it, bitch. Like, I provided you with so much advice. Listen, tomorrow is also a super duper exciting day. Really, really exciting day. I'm actually so excited uh, for it. And I really like this series. I have to be honest. I love making um a series like this it's a lot of fucking effort though like this week i'm so busy yet i have to record fucking i don't know four yeah oh my god four more episodes for the series and i have to upload them like oh my god i don't know when to do that actually i need to have a fucking insane time management this week because if not I don't know what will happen. I have two tests. My chemistry tutor is mad at me. My math tutor is mad at me. (laughs) Because I'm not like up to date with what I'm supposed to know. My biology teacher is okay. Like she's the best. Romanian teacher kind of mad at me because I kind of ditched her. (laughs) So I need to study so fucking much. And I also need to do four more episodes this week. Insane. And I don't know, man. That's why I'm saying, like, I'm really overwhelmed. I'm going through a lot and realizing that these are going to be the last months of my fucking, of fucking school. Oh my God. These are going to be the last months of school. Also the last months of tutoring lessons. The last months of fucking, I don't know, I'm going to have prom. I'm so excited. Oh my God. But still, I'm really overwhelmed. I have so many exams, so many worries. I'm going to move out alone. I'm going to have a car. God, give me a break. Allow me to sleep for two weeks and I swear I'm going to be back. <laughs> Anyways, um, I love you guys so, so much. I hope you liked this episode and make sure you stay tuned for day four and you listen to this episode and you listen to day one and day two because they all go hand in hand, okay? When you want to have a glow up, you need to have a whole fucking glow up, not just a physical. It's impossible to have just one glow up, like glow up in only one aspect of your life because... Like I said, everything goes hand in hand with each other. Like, having a good mindset reflects on your physical appearance. Having a good mindset will make you more intelligent. And so on. I do not want to reveal, like, the next things that I'm going to talk about in this series. But anyways, I love you guys. Make sure to check out my podcast Insta page if you want to leave me questions, suggestions, see news, updates, affirmations, my cat, whatever the fuck you want to see. Go there. It's All Offense Podcast, and I'm going to see you guys on day four of 
the seven day glow up series. I love you so much.